Good morning, guys. So we have an amazing topic um, on honoring people. Um, we're going to start to put in some reviews. So if you've done a review, we're going to give you a, a shout out. Um, so leave those reviews. Let us know what you want to hear. We also have interest in our subscription program through the podcast. That's where you pay $4.99 a month. We were able to do longer podcasts and kind of jump into these subjects a little bit more and then also how to apply them. Um, today's review is done by Marissa um, J24 and it says Jamie is absolutely amazing and strong and a strong woman inspiring every soul. She surrounds herself with pouring out and teaching self-love, confidence, strength, and self and empower in self. She has done nothing but uplift my life, and especially with her words in this podcast. You will feel so empowered and enlightened. She is so real and genuine. This podcast has been a blessing so far, and I can't wait for more content. So thank you, Marissa. Um, if you guys leave a review, we'll do random calls of reviews. It takes about a week to have Apple approve those. Um, so just keep that in mind, but we'll do reviews. Um, little shout out when you guys leave that. So thank you, Marissa. Um, today's topic is honoring people. Um, there's a misconception with seeing potential versus honoring people. We can see potential in people. Um, we can see what they're capable of, but there's a dividing factor called choice. So we can try to manipulate them. We can try to tell them that we see this potential in them. We see this a lot with bad boyfriends. Um, so Becky's like, I don't know why he doesn't like propose. He has so much potential to be a good husband. Um, if you don't like my voices, then sorry. But the thing is, is we've all heard that friend whine to us about so-and-so. And what's sad about it is it's not the first guy. It's not the first time. It's definitely like, over and over she's always seen the potential in someone and he has multiple baby mamas or is a drug dealer or something ridiculous um he says he'll show up in an hour and he shows up next tuesday um the thing is is we can see the potential in somebody and what they can live up to as much as we would like to and that's a beautiful aspect also goes along with empathy um don't change that about yourself I'm not saying to change that about yourself. I'm just saying you got to honor people for where they're at because if you're seeing their potential and they're not choosing to live up to that, you're going to get disappointed every single time. And that's on you. That's your choice. Um, your emotions live within your body. Nobody makes you feel anything, even if they're trying to. And if they're trying to trigger you, that's still a choice response that you choose to feel in your body. Nobody injects a syringe of disappointment into you. Um, like a shot, you have a thought which then connects to an emotion, you then act out of that emotion. So if you expect potential and people to live up to that potential every single time, you are going to be disappointed because I guarantee you, they're just not going to. It's a beautiful thing to be able to see where they could be and I think guide and lead them. I do that a lot in my professional life and I try to do it in my personal life. Um, I'm still human. I mean, I have outbursts and I get angry and stuff. Um, that self-awareness self of my own triggers, but I do, I genuinely try to lead people 
in the direction I think they are headed for their best self. And I try to do that out of a space of unconditional love. I have no personal attachment when it comes to that. And if you're doing that from that space, you are going to get the best results. Um, a lot of us try to, just like Becky, we try to push people into the direction or potential that we want them to live up to. And the thing is, is we are doing it for personal gain. And when you are doing that, you are always going to have bad results because your heart's not in it. It's not unconditional. It's very conditional. You're only willing to accept and love them if they live up to the that potential or your first seen potential for them. And they feel that. They feel that pressure. And they're going to shy away from it because it's just too much. Um, so can you honor someone? What does that mean? I don't know, Jamie, you're supposed to answer, right? Um, honoring something or someone is seeing them not only for their potential, but um, seeing where they currently sit, seeing where they're currently at, and loving them regardless. Um, we have a misconception, just like we did with the last podcast on forgiveness, is love is something you choose to feel in your body. It's not something someone's deserving of. Um, and honestly, we don't get to determine if someone's deserving of love. Everyone is deserving of love. Love is not you sacrificing yourself, though. So that's the misconception is love is not something that they get. It's something you feel. Forgiveness is not something for them. It's something you feel. So why would you put yourself through disappointment and resentment knowing that you are the only one that feels those emotions? So if you expect someone to live up to your like so-called potential for them or what you see in them and then are disappointed when they choose not to, you feel that. You hurt yourself. You are hurting yourself. So taking back that responsibility and saying, okay, I didn't love that person unconditionally. I didn't try to take myself out of the equation and say, you know what? I see you. How can I help you like live up to this potential I see in you without personal gain, without a reflection of myself? If you choose not to, can I honor that? Can I just say, I see that. I see it's hard. Can I sit with you and hold space for you and love you anyways? So love is very conditional when it comes to humanity. And that's kind of sad. It's, we need to take back ownership of that and say, where have I, where have I fell short a little bit with that? Where have I tried to model unconditional love? And it was very conditional. It was very human of me to project that. Um, unconditional love is saying, well, let's go worst case scenario. We say like Rick is, well, I'm Becky, so I need to do the voice, but Rick is, I'm dating Rick and I'm Becky. And to love him unconditionally, I have to see that he is choosing to do drugs and say, I love you, Rick. How can I support you? How can I get you into a, re a recovery program? That doesn't mean I'm going to go and continue to date you. <laughs> So I'm Becky and I continue not to date Rick because Rick's a drug addict and Rick's not the type of man that I want to date because he is a drug addict. He can have all this potential of not being a drug addict, but he is currently a drug addict. And if I choose to spend all my time and energy on trying to change Rick, then I am not allowing Steve in my life, who is not a drug, drug addict, who will love me, who I'm deserving of right now because he is willing to live up to what I need in my life. Whereas right now, Rick is not. So can I love myself enough to make room for Steve and drop Rick a little bit? That doesn't mean I completely abandon Rick. 
I need to set boundaries though. I need to say, you know what, Rick, you've stolen stuff from me before. So therefore you are not allowed in my house. I'm not going to financially support you, Rick. I can love you. I don't want to change you. That's what unconditional love is, is I don't want to change you. You choose to be this person. So I honor that. That doesn't mean I allow you to hurt me because I have clear boundaries and I love myself. So I can love you. I can sit with you. I can give you an ability to talk through things. I can be there for you as much as I'm capable of supporting you. That doesn't mean I sacrifice myself for you. I do not sacrifice my mental health. I do not sacrifice my emotional health. I do not sacrifice that potential relationship with Steve, who actually is willing to not do drugs because that's some, that's a tiebreaker for me. I don't want to be dating someone who is doing drugs. But I can love Rick where he's at and say, I hope the best for you. That ultimately is what love is, unconditionally, is I hope the best for you. Does that mean that you're always in my life? No. Rick might try to stab Becky. And Becky's like setting boundaries and saying, you know what, Rick, there's a restraining order. And I'm not talking to you. I still love you. I still want what is best for you. Whatever you feel like that is. I still want you to get help. I still want you to recover. That does not mean that I put myself in danger. That does not mean I put myself in financial hardship. It does not mean I sacrifice my mental health, my personal health, my physical health, my spiritual health to try to save you because I choose to honor where you choose to be and the person that you choose to be right now because ultimately I cannot change that. Rick is the only one that has that choice to change that. If Rick doesn't want to live up to his potential, that's on him. Can I show him love regardless of who he chooses to be? And like I said, love is simply wanting what is best for that person. That does not mean I self-sacrifice. That's where boundaries come into play. If you are interested in learning a little bit more about this subject and a really important one of how to set healthy boundaries and actually what those are, um, let me know. So we have a lot of interest in the subscription service that is a $4.99 a month and it's a longer podcast, not just the 10 to 15 minutes that we have been giving you a week, kind of go more into depth. You're able to get that on your podcast through your subscription. Um, and it's kind of like a hidden little little club for the subscription people who want to do a little bit more work, um, think a little bit harder, make some life changes. Ultimately, overnight, if they're willing to sit on a lot of the concepts that we're talking about, but not only sit on them and understand them a little bit deeper, they actually do the work to apply them. That's what we're going to be hitting on the subscription services. How do we actually apply these tools? What are our actual boundaries? What do they look like? How do I apply them? Different scenarios. We're going to have interviews and actually live coaching so you can see how that looks for you and then model that around whatever situation you're actually facing. Um, so if you're interested in that subscription for $4.99 a month, let us know in the reviews. You can also leave a review and we'll leave a, give you a shout out possibly. Um, but you can also email us to let us know if you're interested in the subscription. If we get enough of those, we'll get that started. Um, like I said, it's a little bit more in depth, a little bit longer, probably about 20, 30 minutes into actually how do we apply these concepts and what do they actually look like um, versus just giving you a little bit of information like we are on this podcast. So we'll have a little bit more special guests too. I have a lot of colleagues that I've worked with that niche in um, human sexuality, how to better your relationship, whether you're married or in a same-sex partnership, how do you connect, how do you overcome perception versus communication, all those things. How do you honor people where they're at without sacrificing yourself, like I was saying, setting boundaries. 
So I have a lot of friends um, that are willing to come on and help us with that. So if you're interested in a subscription service, let us know if we get enough interest in that, we'll launch that and get that all set up for you. But let us know what topics you're interested in actually applying. Like for $4.99 a month, that's cheaper than a gas station soda. So um, is your mental health worth that for you? Are you wanting to apply these concepts um, with quicker transformation, not having to sit in a lot of the pain, just kind of being able to process through it and work through it on your own, personalize it for yourself. Um, but you can email us at leading, L-E-A-D-I-N-G, woman, W-O-M-A-N, the number two, letter C. Actually, stands for leading women to confidence, um, which is why we are the confidence specialist, is confidence is not loud and boastful. It is very quiet, actually. It is this very not, I don't want to say humble, but very just serene. Like I'm okay where I'm at and I don't need your approval. Like, and your, your opinions are not going to lead me down a different path. Like you can have your opinions. I can sit with you in them. I can actually, I have the ability because of my confidence to actually have done this before to sit with people as they scream at me and scream their insecurities and opinions and call me names. And I just sit there. I'm able to have this sereneness about me and tranquility through it um, and understand that they're just in pain. It's just a projection of their own personal health. That's what I think hell is, is to weigh yourself down, not be able to work through a lot of this human frailty and blame yourself through it with shame. So through learning confidence, you can sit with people through their hells and help lead them, help lead them out of it. Um, I've been through my own personal hell. I suffered with postpartum psychosis after um, my my Irish twins. And um, it was hard. It was a lot of years I lost myself and I didn't know who I was. Um, really grateful that I was able to find myself again through these tools. I've been able to cultivate them to help my clients with quick releases. And as long as they're willing to do the work, uh, they can be different people. They don't have to continue walking through hell and creating that mentality for themselves so remember to be kind to yourself this week um, that's our new slogan so i love you lots of hugs and kisses jamie